1: NY or text hope and why in New York.
2: For the second time in as many classes, Ohio State goes into the peach state and grabs a big time defensive lineman. This one, five-star defensive tackle, defensive end, whatever you want to call him. Call him Edric Houston, an Ohio State commit now. Matt Parker on the other side of that screen. I'm Spencer Hobart. We're gonna break it all down. Edric Houston to Ohio State, five-star defensive tackle, defensive end. Like I just said, Matt, we're not really sure yet. Uh probably a defensive end but the body could be a defensive tackle this is a major get for Ohio State no matter where he lines up and it's a guy who I think can come in and play instantly what say you Matt Parker yeah
3: we're not sure on ultimately where he's going to end up in that defensive line room but Ohio State is pretty sure and more importantly Edric Houston seemingly is pretty set on being a defensive end once he gets to ohio state I believe he will be an early enrol e at the ohio state university so uh not expecting any drama either by the way he's a pretty low key guy doesn't talk to many people this recruiting process is done and over with and uh uh that should be a good day for ohio state come the early signing period in december as well all of that to say um He's a 6'4", 275-pound, 270-pound-ish defensive end who plays in a three-man front at Buford. And just you look at a guy who never stops moving, uh, and that's exactly what he is. He From the moment the ball is snapped until maybe a second after the whistle has been blown, uh, he is always moving he's always doing something that is going to impact a play and more often than not it positively it, it's a positive impact obviously he's a five star defensive lineman he's going to make good plays and whether that's block protecting and, and allowing linebackers to make plays or it's you know taking one for himself and shutting a block and making a tackle or rushing a quarterback whatever it is he's a five star defensive lineman in the heart of SEC country so to be very point blank and kind of stating the obvious here he's very good at football spencer and that's what ohio state needs you mentioned defensive tackle or defensive end or what have you and i think it's important to note that you didn't state this i haven't stated this and people you know outside of us haven't stated this but he is not the you know pure Edge rusher kind of guy that Ohio State needs in this class. But he's also the guy that Ohio State needs in this class with the versatility that he can offer. He can go inside if that's the way things decide to break. Um, or you know, he can maintain where he's at, at as an 18-year-old because he turned 18 on the day he announced his commitment. So happy birthday to Edric Houston, by the way. Happy late birthday to him. Um there's just so many things that he presents to Ohio State, which makes him very intriguing to me.
2: Yeah, for sure. And let's let's start here, Matt, because we're this is this is going to be all Edric Houston all the time for us here on, in the Letterman Lounge. I don't even know if I introduced the show. It's the Letterman Lounge. I hope you pulled up a seat. I hope you kicked your, your feet back. I hope you're relaxing, lounging in the Letterman Lounge uh, with us. Here's the deal, Matt, Georgia. The number one recruiting class in the country, um, the number one team in the country, the two-time defending national champion, currently has a commitment from one player in the top ten in the state of Georgia. And that player is not even from Georgia. It's still in Rayola, who just transferred into Georgia. Ohio State now has two commits in the top ten from the state of Georgia. Aaron Nolan from Langston Hughes, the quarterback, who I hope you guys all watched on ESPN, two because he was awesome last week. Uh, and then now Edrick Houston from Buford. Florida State has four. Uh, from the top 10 in, in Georgia, it's kind of a weird thing, but it's a thing like Ohio State has more kids in the top 10 from Georgia committed than the dogs do. I think that's inter- that's worth noting, like Ohio State is picking its battles in the state, but it's going into Georgia and doing some pretty decent work. You know, got Jelani Thurman last year, Caden McDonald last year, a little bit of a diamond in the rough with Caden McDonald, you know, down lower in the rankings. But like the Buckeyes are not backing down from some Peach State showdowns. And that tells me a lot, especially with Edric Houston. This is important to note because it's not like this is an Ohio State guy and was always going to be Ohio State. Like Ohio State went down there, took on Georgia, took on Alabama, took on a program like USC that was trying to come in, took on the Texases of the world and the Florida States of the world, and just won a recruiting battle. Like, Like that is worth noting, the number 21 overall player, the number four player at his position and the number five player in one of arguably the best state for high school football just picked Ohio State over everyone else. That That's a big deal in its own, is it not?
3: Yeah, yeah you uh, that point I, I made the same point in my uh, impact analysis uh, Tuesday night, and this was just a good old fashioned recruitment recruiting win for Ohio State. Uh, in this modern era of you know and i'm just gonna come out and say it in this modern era of nil driven recruiting this was not that this was a recruitment that is shades of 2016 2017 you know this is a guy that that wants to be developed by who he thinks is the best what what program is going to give the best chance to succeed for three to four years and then go to the NFL. Uh, And additionally, the, the culture fit, the family aspect, things outside of, of football, you know, a a life after football because these guys don't play football forever. They need something to do. And when you just, when you look at all of those things, who better than Ohio State? And maybe that is a little bit of scarlet tinted glasses, um, but you just look at all of those things. And for Edric Houston, the answer to that question I just asked, of who better than Ohio State, the answer is no one. Uh, He cited relationships with Ryan Day and and Larry Johnson. And uh, it's pretty easy to sort through, you know, because everyone cites relationships with the head coach and their position coach. But anymore, you can kind of, you know, see the forest through the trees, as as Ohio State likes to say anyway. Uh, you can kind of read between the lines and stuff like that. And, you know, you just know how how some recruitments are and you see that you're like, OK, he's just saying what what he can't say. But when it comes to Edric Houston, he's saying a what he can say but also what he believes you know in his heart of hearts it is ohio state because of larry johnson because of ryan day he's cited relationships with jack sawyer and jt as as reasons why he picked ohio state and we even saw that last night on social media jt shared edrick's commitment post and like jt is going into this season with so many things on his mind and like He took the time to to do that. So, like, if that's not telling of what Ohio State is, like, I don't know how else to say that, by the way. Like, a guy that's probably going to end up as a first-team All-American this year if he takes care of his business took the time to share a post of an 18-year-old kid that he hosted on an official visit two months ago. So, like, that is Ohio State. That's what that program is. And that's why Edric Houston chose the Buckeyes over – Nearby Georgia over Alabama, who made this a very interesting thing down the stretch uh, over USC, which I kind of argue that USC, when we were talking about things that Ohio State, the, the totality of things that Ohio State can offer in terms of on and off the field, um, I feel like USC is probably second. And it's really just because of all of the off field things that they can do you know, the Los Angeles market and things like that and connections and so on and so forth, because Tuscaloosa and Athens are college towns, uh, as is Clemson, South Carolina, who was another school that was in a hat on the table, although there were no hats on the table in that commitment ceremony. But anyway, um, uh, all of those things, again, it just came down to uh, so many things where Houston felt like Ohio State had the edge and that's why we're sitting here talking about how they have now two five-star defensive linemen in their 2024 class.
2: Absolutely. And, you know, to get into a little bit more of what this means for the class, like, I think this is the best thing about on three is the fact that when you go to the team rankings, you can hit you full breakdown over on the right top side of the team rankings. And it pulls up this handy dandy chart that I'm actually looking at. If I could share my screen with the folks, I would Matt, but I'm just not going to do that. Uh, So Ohio State, 38% of their their players committed in this class of the 21 are from the state of Ohio. Compared to Georgia, who has 35% of its players from the state of Georgia, which is a much more talent rich area. Ohio State has a average distance of recruit to Ohio State is 429 miles uh, from campus pretty good you think 429 miles that's a that's a long way that's like seven hours of driving well it is matt but i'm telling you this georgia's is 507 miles and again there's a lot more talent around athens georgia than there is around columbus ohio and that's not a knock on ohio football it's great but like they just grow on trees in georgia it's Uh, different there it's something in the water uh, with this georgia pro with these georgia high school kids and yet ohio state has a 93.9 class score, according to the folks at On3, Georgia has a 94.4. So, like, Ohio State is knocking on the door of having the number one class overall, and it's doing it by picking those battles. And you talked about the culture fit for Edrick Houston, and that's where I'm circling back to this. Is like, Ohio State's going to take care of its business before it goes out there, but Ohio State also knows that it can't go out and take the big swings on every single five-star. Like, it's not. it's just not going to do that. And so you find a guy like an Edric Houston that fits everything you want in a player. And you take that swing and look what happens when you do that. Because while other programs are casting a wider net and trying to get every five-star, all 32 of them or however many there are, Ohio State's going to pick those battles. And more often than not, I think Ohio State's going to be successful in those battles. And with Edric Houston, the culture fit, the on-field fit, the chance to play right away when you look at the, the potential depart, departures from this roster after this year, like, everything set up it was a perfect storm for ohio state to land the number 21 player overall in this in the country it just happens to be that he is at a position of great great need and then you go to the on-field stuff if he plays defensive end in college like he says he's going to it's an even greater positioning need because of the depth chart there this is Can't I can't overstate the snuff, Matt. This is I think this is the biggest win for Ohio State on the trail this cycle, even north of Justin Scott.
3: If Justin Scott wasn't from Chicago, would it be different?
2: Uh probably, because Justin Scott was the biggest surprise. Um, but
3: that's a fair point. yeah. I think he was
2: the biggest surprise so far, and we're not doing superlatives right now but I guess we are like Justin Scott was a bigger surprise. I think Edric Houston is a bigger win because Justin Scott can do defensive tackle or defensive end. I mean, Justin Scott can only play defensive tackle and I think I say that pretty confidently. Yeah. Right now, 300 three
3: ish somewhere in yeah. there. And if Justin yeah.
2: was on the show, I think he would agree. Justin, if you want to come on the show, let us know. Yeah. Uh, but I think Edric has some positional versatility, like you said. That makes him a little not that more value, not more valuable. I don't want to say that, but I I think it does give Ohio State that flexibility to do yeah. what he wants and let Edric do what he wants yeah. and see, okay what's the best path for success for you. So that's why I think this is the bigger win. Plus the fact that that school to always have a kid from Buford on your roster is probably better than not because the next guy from Buford has a roommate when he comes, you know, has a host when he comes. The, yeah. the, the kid in 2027 will then have a host when he comes like that's that's important you want a kid from langston hughes you want a kid from north gwinnett you want to like jordan hancock you want you know the air Nolans of the world and the jelani thurmans now you want the edger houston's and as long as you always have that not pipeline but but you know that open uh line of communication with those with that certain high school i think it's a win for this program no matter what
3: yeah if you can if you can plant uh pennants in because the state of Ohio doesn't have a flag it has a pennant uh if you can there's a little fun fact for you if you can that's plant fine. those that's flag talk that's right if you can if you can plant those in the peach state that's pretty good that that's actually pretty damn good <laughs> we'll'll yeah. we'll, we'll say it we'll say it one thing I wanted to circle back on as you were talking about Ohio State's push for the number one class uh, and trying to jump Georgia here. The one metric that you left out is the most telling metric of a class. And that's the class average, the class average rating. And you can adjust those filters.
2: And if you adjust those, tell me who's number one. Uh, Let's adjust the filters. Uh, Average rating. Wow, look at that. It's the scarlet and gray uh, at 92.6, whereas Georgia's at 92.01. Next is Alabama at 91.57. The next closest Big Ten program is down at USC at 90.57. So, I mean, there's some laps being run right now, Matt. There's a reason why people say
3: every single year there are three programs that can realistically win a national championship. And it all starts on the recruiting trail. And those three teams are one, two, and three in that class average rating. And then you look at Ohio State, who now has 21 commits with Edric Houston's decision. I believe Georgia is at 26, 27, somewhere in, in that range. I know they have more than Ohio State. I don't know the exact number off the top of my head. But the, the point there is Ohio State, like they did in the 23 cycle, which we are now seeing, uh, that that 23 class is really came into this fall camp or this training camp and really has made some noise, Um, which props to the scouting department, Mark Pantone and all of the scouting department. And then all of the the coaching staff at Ohio state, like these 23s are probably going to see some time on the field and not just in garbage time, which is like kind of crazy. But you now the 23 class and this 24 class already you're getting the most bang for your buck here. And you know, that's just an expression. I'm not making an NIL comment or anything like that for all the folks in the comments that might say that Um, Ohio state is doing uh, a whole heck of a lot more with maybe one or two less. Um, And that just goes to show the staying power that, that Ohio State has on the recruiting trail. It's so easy for us to sit here and be like, oh, they missed out on this guy and they missed out on this guy. And this this particular show and this particular co-host is, is probably the most guilty of pointing the finger and saying they're not doing good enough. They're not doing good enough. Um, but as we sit here in an in Ohio State recruiting win, because that's exactly what this is, uh I, I think it's time to offer a little a little bit of a step back and a little bit of perspective and being like with 21 commits it's august 23rd um december is still a few ways away they didn't complete that 23 class until signing day until the early signing day that's when they added the four-star edge joshua mickens uh k and lee flipped to auburn on signing day last year um you saw a lot of things happen on signing day last year. And that's very much going to be the case this year, I think, particularly at on the defensive side of the ball. Uh, I want to push this conversation into a, a little bit different of a narrative. And this is something that I'm going to – I'll have a story out on LettermanRoe.com about this later, later Tuesday or today's Wednesday. Today's Wednesday. It'll be out sometime this week <laughs> in, in, in the next 48 hours or so. But you have Edric Houston and you have Justin Scott, two five-star defensive linemen. You need more. uh, And you also need another offensive tackle. So how does Ohio State use those two? How does Ohio State use all 10 of those stars to its advantage on the recruiting trail, knowing that a guy like Dominic McKinley is still out there? A guy like Marquise Lightfoot is in their region that, even though is committed to Miami, is still being heavily recruited by Ohio State. A guy like Brandon Baker, an offensive tackle, uh, is still out there, and you're hearing noise about Texas now and all of this stuff uh, is out there, and Ohio State needs an offensive tackle like that. And a guy like Jordan Seaton, who Ohio State is all the way back in on. Um, I I am very curious how Ohio State can use this commitment to its advantage to get more guys uh, at positions of need.
2: Well, before I answer that Matt and before I get into that, you talk about Ohio State needing uh you know some needing other guys in the class to to cap off this class. And there are a lot of Ohio State fans who need to come watch the Buckeyes this year. And I think the best place to do that in order to get tickets to watch the Buckeyes this year is the GameTime app, GameTime.co. I've got to tell you about this, Matt. GameTime.co, the GameTime app, is the best place to go to find your tickets. Anything you want. If you want to go see Lil Baby this weekend with Tim May, I told him on his show he's going to go see Lil Baby this weekend at Nationwide Arena. Uh Tim yeah, May. Maybe we'll join him there. I know Tim's a huge Lil Baby fan. If you see him out there, ask him about it. Uh, he got his tickets for that concert on GameTime.co, and he used the GameTime app. And he also used the promo code Buckeyes at checkout and got $20 off his first pair of tickets or first order of tickets. Of course, terms apply, Matt. They always do. Terms always apply. But here's the coolest thing about game time. And I got to tell you, if you find a ticket in the row or the section on a different ticketing website that is cheaper than the game time app, they will refund you the difference of what you paid on game time versus the cheaper ticket. They will refund you the difference up to 110%. So you can buy that ticket on game time, go find another ticket somewhere that's a little cheaper in that same row, and then you get 110% back of the difference. So you can make a little bit of coin. So it's a really cool thing that they do. And it's really cool that you can use the promo code Buckeyes to get $20 off your first purchase at game time. The game time app is the place to go to find your tickets. If you haven't done it yet, go there now. Tell them Letterman Rose sent you and use the promo code Buckeyes for $20 off your first order. Of course, terms apply. But, of course, terms also apply to these recruitments, Matt, because you have to set the term – I don't want to use a war term, like the terms of engagement, right, the rules of engagement. When it comes to, to these recruitments, because you're taking now big swings on Brandon Baker. You're taking a big swing, uh, you know, with Jordan Seaton, who uh, on three founder Shannon Terry had a crazy uh, tweet where he said, 77 at IMG might be the best offensive lineman I've seen live in years. That guy's seen a lot of football. Um, and to say that's some pretty high praise. 77 at IMG is a guy to watch. I know the Buckeyes are high on him. You could see, you know, Ohio State, not only on the lines, still needs help on the back end uh, when it comes to the defense. So there are still positions of need that the Buckeyes have to get sorted out. But like you said, having two guys up front in that defensive line, it doesn't hurt because you can pitch to his guy in the back end, hey, Come play with two five-star potentially generational defensive tackles who you're not going to have to make a tackle in the run because they're going to take care of it. You know, Hey, offensive lineman, you want to get better? Come face this guy every day. This is the best player in Georgia. Come play against him every day. So yeah, I I think the Buckeyes can use this to their advantage and then some, I think this is going to be a boon for the class.
3: I mean, it, they absolutely should and, and I think they will, I've reached out to a couple of sources late to late Tuesday night about this very topic. And, uh, still, I think Ohio state is, is taking a couple of days off. Um, cause training camp has ended. Um, they're either taking a couple of days off or just having a few light days after finishing three weeks of just absolute fun, if you will. Um, but uh, I'll have more about this very topic uh, for Leonard later this week. But I just can't help to think about how they can use all 10 of those stars uh, between two players and just make something happen. Make something out of something. That's exactly what they need to do down the stretch here. Uh, recruiting right now is going to be a little slow for Ohio State just because they I mean, they've been in training camp. August is a dead period. Um, you know, but come September one when they can hit the road and go see all of these guys play. Um, I think that'll be very interesting because at that point we're gonna see two different things, and maybe this will be a good place to kind of put a pin in this conversation, but um they're gonna have one of two things happen. One and two things happen rather they're going to see new talent in this 2024 cycle that maybe they have to take flyers on, which if you take flyers on guys, knowing that you have two five-star defensive linemen and you have to take a flyer on one, maybe two guys. Uh, I, I think that's okay. You'd like to only have one flyer on a guy, but uh, and if you have to take a flyer on and on another offensive lineman knowing that you have one of the best tackles in the country already with ian moore uh deontay armstrong looks like an absolute monster now uh he at this time a year ago looked like a big 10 linebacker and now he looks like big 10 offensive lineman which is great news for ohio state um i am just very intrigued how these next six to eight weeks go for Ohio State on the recruiting trail. Now that they have their foundation for this defensive line, right? They absolutely have the foundation. And now you got to build upon it. What's the direction for that? We'll see. Because Ohio State's still figuring that out. There are still the names that we've mentioned, like Marquise Lightfoot and, you know, some guys like that. But all of that to say, Ohio State went into Georgia and just went like this. Ready? They just went like this. Edric Houston, going to be a Buckeye. There you go.
2: Yeah, it's huge news. Absolutely huge news. I will leave on this. You you, you put a good cap in it for, for, uh, for you, Matt, and I think that that's a good place to stop, but I, I have to include one just insane stat. So in the 2024 industry rankings, there are now 18 Big Ten teams. I don't know if you've heard. The, the Big Ten has been active. The Big um, Ten plus eight, yeah. Yeah, the Big Ten plus eight. There are – okay, so Ohio State has five, five stars. Five, five stars in its 2024 recruiting class. That's 25 stars. Eight – okay, so 12 of the 18 programs in the Big Ten have five or fewer four stars.
3: As the kids would say, the
2: big dog's going to eat. That is a – very wild stat, and that's what I'm going to leave on. So if you've enjoyed this episode of the Letterman Lounge with Matt Parker on the other side of that screen and myself, Spencer Holbrook, hit the little bell down below. Get a notification every time we publish one of these videos at Letterman Row. Full team coverage coming on the quarterback battle, the the offensive line battles, the kicking battle. We've got it all over there at LettermanRow.com with, with Andy Backstrom, with Tim May. Uh, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to Letterman Row. We're kicking it in the Letterman Lounge every single day where we talk about the Buckeyes 365 days a year in the buildup to the season opener in Indiana, full of recruiting storylines as the Buckeyes prepare to kick off the 2023 football season. Matt Parker and I will be there every step of the way. Come hang out with us. For now, though, we're going to get back to work. That's Matt. I'm Spencer. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time.
0: Madness is here.
1: must be 21 and older and present in select states first online real money wager only ten dollar first deposit required bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt see terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com fanduel FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in kansas under an agreement with kansas star casino llc gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com rg in colorado iowa michigan new jersey ohio Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step two five three three four two. 42 in Arizona, 1-8- 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com